This episode of Proper English is brought to you by 100. And the idiom, a red letter day. Ah, how satisfying. We made it all the way to episode 100, Dave. Did you imagine that when we started out back in the late spring of 2019, Ali? I don't think I thought as far ahead as that. <laughs> I did think maybe we'd be making some money out of it by now. Chance would be a fine thing. But as the time's passed, this has just become a labour of love for us. Oh yeah, we really enjoy writing each episode. Usually we take turns with the writing, inspired by a student or a flash of inspiration. <laughs> and recording is such fun. Sometimes we get really giggly. Sometimes we're remarkably efficient and sometimes we're hopeless and have to keep re-recording. Re <laughs> what do we have to do? <laughs> we have to keep re-recording. <laughs> it's true. And then every week you get your headphones on and edit the episode and do other technical stuff so that as if by magic, ta-da, there it is online every Tuesday. So what have been the highlights of the last hundred episodes for you, Ali? Oh, I'm so happy with our detectives, D.I. Davidson and Sergeant Roberts. Oh, yeah. And our two old ladies. What are they called? Sylvia and Mabel. I think I named them in their third or fourth appearance. Up until then, they'd just been two anonymous old ladies in a cafe. <laughs> you still have to help me with the accent sometimes, don't you? I don't. I lived in Sheffield for 15 years. You wouldn't know. But, <laughs> thanks very much. What I was going to say was, <laughs> I still can't do a Sheffield accent that many Sheffielders would be impressed with. True. <laughs> Your accent does roam around the north of England, but then maybe Sylvia moved a lot as a child. Well, maybe she did. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I really enjoy writing and recording the episodes with the characters in them. What about the future? Well, I'm looking forward to hover cars, actually. Oh, not that future. <laughs> what, do you mean when we make another hundred episodes? Yeah. Have we got enough material for another 100 episodes? Oh, easy. Or should we make the move to video mm. and start a YouTube channel or maybe IGTV? That was the plan, wasn't it? I even bought a green sheet ready for green screen effects. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's a lot more hassle than a podcast. You've just got sound with a podcast. Mm. The video editing would take considerably longer than it does now. Mm. It would make this more than a hobby, I guess. Also, we'd have to make ourselves look gorgeous before we went on camera. Hey, you speak for yourself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, no, fair enough. Unlike now, because here's the question. Am I wearing my smartest suit? Or an old sweatshirt with egg down it. Nobody knows. I do. And I am tempted to tell. <laughs> oh, don't. Is it a hundred episodes or one hundred episodes that we've published, Ali? Well, actually, it's neither. What do you mean? Back in July of 2019, we did oh, yeah. a summer special with our lovely Portuguese teacher, Emma, of Portuguese language lessons. Or PLL, as she's calling herself these days. It's all about the TIAs, you know. TIAs? 
three initial abbreviations, which itself is a TIA. Who knew? Anyway, we did a summer special with Emma about nouns and verbs and stuff, which I never counted in the episode numbers because it was a special. You're not kidding, it was a special. We've not done one since. (laughs) Maybe we'll do another special this summer. You never know. Anyway, to return to my question, let me phrase it another way. Mm -hmm. Do we say a hundred or one hundred? Good question. Thank you. I have an answer and you might not like it. Oh dear. I'm not sure if it matters. Oh, you're right. Not keen. Thing is, you can say a hundred things or one hundred things. Yeah. It's kind of down to personal choice. For example, Panish is over a hundred kilometres from here. Oh, love Panish. Lovely coastal town. Brilliant restaurant we went to there. (laughs) Or we could say, the bill was approved in Parliament today by over 100 MPs. Hmm. I think 100 is more formal, Mm -hmm. more scientific, mathematical. In these sort of situations, I think you'd be more likely to use 100. Hmm, I agree. While we're at it, what about using and in numbers over 100? What about that one? Ah, now, this is about location, I reckon. Hmm, I'm a bit confused. Why should it matter where we are? Ah, (laughs) it doesn't matter where you are. I meant it depends on whether you're using American or British English. Ah, I see. So, I would say, I can't believe those shoes were 190 euros. Blimey, that's 95 euros a foot. (laughs) Whereas in the States, you'd say $150 a pair. Ah, so no and. Nope, sorry about the accent, everybody. (laughs) And you might have noticed I slipped a one in there too. Yeah, Quite often, Americans will use 100, but they very rarely use and, whereas we do use and. Also, for numbers over 100, in between the 100 and the 10s, 152, 623. Also, for thousands and millions, 2012. 1 million and 1, etc, etc, etc. And some other things about using the word hundreds, We would never say there are hundred things without either the indefinite article or using the word one. There are a hundred trees in the forest rather than there are hundred trees. Mm. Don't ever say that, dear listeners. And while we're on the subject of things you should never say, don't ever add an S to hundred if you put another number before it. Oh yeah, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, nine hundred, but never ever two hundreds. Not ever. So, are there any other ways we can express 100, Dave? Hmm, well, in cricketing terms, Mm -hmm. if a batsman scores a hundred runs in a match, they are said to have hit a century. So there's one way, Ali. Mm -hmm. We've hit a century. Hmm, anything else? Okay. Might be a bit obscure, but back in the day when it was a big deal for a motorbike to travel at 100 miles per hour without blowing up, bikers (laughs) would refer to it 
as doing the ton. I guess these days it's no big deal. Motorbikes can hit 100 miles an hour, no problem. Although it is illegal on the public highway, I think we should point out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back in the day, it was a pretty dramatic affair. Yeah, not kidding. I used to collect glasses in a biker's pub back in Sheffield back in the day. Mm -hmm. Doing a ton on the M1, the main motorway in the UK, was kind of a badge of honour, a rite of passage for them. So proper English has done a ton. How exciting. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? A red letter day is a day of special significance. It's a special occasion. An important day. A birthday or an anniversary. A festival or holiday. But where does the expression come from? Well, ma'am, in ancient Rome, important dates were marked on calendars in red ink, and this continued during medieval times for Christian festivals. This is still the case in many modern European and Latin American calendars, just so you know, ma'am. What an interesting fact, Roberts. If only you were as knowledgeable about the importance of today's date. Oh, I'm very excited about today for two reasons, Mum. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Tuesday night is sausage and mash night in our house and Roxy makes the best onion gravy. And the other reason, Roberts? Well, it's the season finale of To Catch a Crooked Copper on the telly and I think they're finally going to unmask the big crime boss. So, other than sausage and mash and the season finale of that awful police procedural show, nothing like the real thing, I must say, is there anything else that would make today a red-letter day? Uh, no, ma'am. Am I missing something? Yes. Yes, you are. Oh, for goodness sake, Roberts, today's my birthday! Is it? It is! Well, that'll be why there's a huge birthday cake on your desk that Sergeant Sergeant and the rest of the squad were putting there while I was distracting you, not to mention the bunting and the candles and all that. Mum? Oh, oh, uh, oh, I I don't know what to say. Well, that's the first. Mum? There it is then, our hundredth episode. It's been fun. If you enjoy our podcast, then please do rate us, Mm -hmm. leave a review Mm -hmm. and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. It doesn't have to be a long review. There's no word count. But reviews really help us to get noticed. Now, we know some of you are shy about writing something in English for other people to see. So if that's the case, then why not send us an email with your review? Our email address is properenglish. All one word. At sapo.pt. Or you can get in contact with us via whichever kind of social media you use. So, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.